Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek for the voyage home one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Hope you had a good 4th of July. I think so. I spent it with you. It was a pretty good day. It was all right. <laughs> Except for that one incident. Yeah. Sorry about the firecrackers. We won't talk about that. Okay. <clears throat> well, I hope everyone enjoyed their holiday. Unless you had to work, of course. No, sorry, man. Or you weren't in the States. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's not a holiday for you. Uh, so we're here on uh, minute number 63. Mm-hmm. This minute starts with McCoy talking about someone named Avarice. <laughs> and ends with, Truck Week is back! <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, uh, you're going to have to explain that one to me. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I like that you... I like that you said that uh, someone named Avarice, uh, only because I mean I know it's not a dude's name, but I, I've always been confused by that um, that line. Okay. You'd be rich so, beyond the dreams of Avarice. Is, I mean, yeah. Avarice is greed, right? So I actually researched this a little bit and came up with some uh, information. Well, excellent. Uh, so Avarice <clears throat> is extreme greed mm-hmm. uh, for wealth or material gain. Um, and one of the posts that I found, someone said it's equivalent to uh, the sense of greed as a deadly sin. So okay. avarice is one of the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Um, and the origin of this quote or this uh, this dreams of avarice is uh, from a playwright called Edwin Moore. Hmm. And he, he uses it in a play. And uh, this would be in the 1700s. And the play was called The Gamester, and the quote is, I am rich beyond the dreams of avarice. Oh, so it's a quote. So McCoy is actually quoting something. I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. That makes me feel better because it was, it just seems a little out of place. Like, that's a weird thing for McCoy to say. But knowing his yes. quote, cool. Yeah, I was kind of, like like you, I mean, I was, I, I've seen this movie, I don't know, so how many times... I've heard the quote a million times, and I'm like, you know what? We get a podcast. We talk about these things. Why not do some research for a change and figure it out? <clears throat> put some effort in here. Yeah, let's put some effort in behind this. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, man. That's great. I learned something new today. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay. So Scotty now is, uh, you know, needling nickels. Oh, is it worth oh, yeah. something to you? Should I just punch up clear? Uh, um no, 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 no. They're they're very uh, Scotty's very savvy with the whole you know money and greed thing, right? For for not really having being familiar with it all in the twenty third century, it seems pretty pretty good about you know how to manipulate yeah, thought, somebody. Well, I thought we were beyond that. Like yeah. by that time, we didn't think of things like greed or material gain. So, um, yeah, maybe Scotty reads a lot of gangster books or something. It's you know. You think that's his uh, his vice? Yeah. He sits back, cracks open some uh, scotch, 
and uh, reads reads the the old twenties uh, uh, novels. Sure. Or watches Al Capone, Al Capone and uh, whatnot. Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's got to explain some of it. Um. So, anyways, <laughs> so uh, uh, Nichols again acting like uh, Nedry in <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite moments of the film. Yes. Is when Madeline walks in the door and she's immediately yelled at, not now, Madeline. Yeah, not now, Madeline. In her face. And she's like, you know, pause, like arms in the air, like, oops. And then just turns right around and leaves. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great moment. Oh, yeah. She's, yeah, he like, yeah. Uh, so I didn't think of it until just now. Mm-hmm. He's just a plant manager. Right. Like he's not like the owner, or he's probably, you know, he probably makes a good salary. You know, plant manager of a plastics firm. I'm sure he, you know, he's probably got knowledge of engineering. Probably got a good couple of master's degrees in there. Okay. Maybe a PhD. He's a doctor. Doctor Nichols. Doctor, yeah. So yeah, got a PhD. So he's relatively smart. This is his ticket, laddie. <laughs> and and I find myself saying that like. He would no longer have to be – he could buy the plant across the street and put this guy out of business because he would have transparent aluminum. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I guess I'm going down this train of like what – you know, as we're writing these fan fictions, we're going to write a Dr. Nichols fan fiction. Okay. So they leave. They get their – you know, they get their booty. They leave. Mm-hmm. Dr. Nichols, what does he do? Does he, A, go across the street, buys his own plant, puts, you know, the plastic firm he started with, mm-hmm. you know, built up from nothing with someone else, you know, reaping the w- rewards and puts them out of business? Or does he go to the owners and say, I got this formula. It's going to take a while to really hash out. I want to be a partner and I want you know, a ton of money. What do you, what do you think he does? I think he starts his own. You think he starts his own joint and puts them out of business? Yeah. Yeah. I think he takes Madeline with him and, uh, you know, just like Jerry Maguire leaving the agency, taking Renee Selweger with him. Yep. And they go start their own, own company. Uh, I think so too. I think he's sick of having to wear the yellow sweater and the, and the shirt. He wants to be the guy wearing the the suits, being the big dog. Well, I'll tell you. So <clears throat> it's a good segue. Uh, um, let me. But before we do that, so so uh, McCoy says, you know, need a moment alone, and you know, starts yep. a conversation with Scotty. Like, you do realize, we're given the formula, we're altering the future. Um, and Scotty, right. how do how do we know we didn't invent the thing? You know, and it, you know takes a minute for McCoy to process it, right? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yet another paradox being introduced into right. the timeline, right? This is the Kirk, Kirk's classes with one. Now they're doing this. Um, but what's interesting, uh, we haven't talked about it a little bit. Vonda McIntyre in the novelization uh, yep. t- takes the scene a little further. Oh. Um, so uh, McCoy says, We'd be altered the future. And Sky says, how do you know he didn't invent the process? Um, 
And McCoy goes to protest, and he's like, Dr. McCoy, don't you understand? He did invent it. Have you never heard of his name? And oh. McCoy says, I'm a doctor, not a historian. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, you know, Scotty's like, well, it doesn't, you don't need to be a historian to know Marcus Nichols. He's like, it would, it, uh, would be if you'd never heard of like Pasteur or, um, and they just rattle off a bunch of, you know, famous, famous scientists. Right. And um, he's like, the point is he did invent transparent aluminum and that was only the beginning of his achievements. Um, uh, so it's all right that we give him the formula to him. Perhaps it's essential. Um, so they're, so basically what they're implying is that this is, wow. the, this is the start of Dr. Nichols career. And he goes on to be famous. Um, so, so yeah, so I do think he, he, he did leave Plexicor because I think Scotty would have mentioned it like, Oh, you've never heard of Dr. Nichols and Plexicor. Mm. They're the ones that started all this. Yeah. So I think he went and started his own joint. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know why they, and we often will say like, you know, why didn't they just, why didn't they just say that? Why does it, why, what's, I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't. It's not edited out, right? They, it just doesn't happen in the scene. No, it just doesn't happen. He just says, you know, why? Do, why? How do we know he didn't invent the thing? And McCoy's like, yeah. I mean, it plays for comedic effect, and it plays greatly through the whole scene. But I do, I, I don't know. Sometimes I go back and forth where, yeah, the scene works the way it is. But I also like the extra information that Vonda supplies us with, you know, knowing that. Dr. Nichols, he like took this information and ran with it and was the quote unquote inventor of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, well, I guess it's, it's, it's again, how, how we've said it probably a dozen times now. I mean, or more over the past three movies of right. um, all the extra oomph that, uh, that Bond has uh, given these movies and the characters and everything. And it's, it's just a, um, I don't know. You, you get the joy of watching the movie, right? And then you can read the read the novelization, and uh, you get all the extra tidbits and all the extra color, you know, that's getting added. I guess it's just, I don't know. It's fun that both ways. Um, I guess you know, if it was like, um, if the novelization was just a uh, what, just a, a transcription, right? Everything right. happened in the movie, then it'd be kind of like, well, why bother? Why bother reading it? Um, so I like all the extras. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. So, you you mentioned like this is this is a paradox. Yep. And you know we've talked about at length about the glasses, and I feel like that's a different type of paradox where, you know, we talked about the flow of time, and you know he gives it to the glasses in the future, goes back in time, he sells them. By the time he gets back, he'll get them again. But there'll be a different, you know, it's a, it's, it's a different pair of glasses, so to speak. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not the ones he's getting from the gift anymore. Those ones are in the past. Mm -hmm. So this is different because they're going back in time, giving him the answer. He becomes the inventor of it. And then, you know, this is a time loop thing. You know, it's, it's constant. Right. Where does the, it, yeah, in this loop that we're now that now right. exists, where did the, where did the, uh, where did the formula for transparent aluminum originate? Right. Was it in Scotty's head because he read it somewhere? 
or was it in Nichols' head? Because Scotty gave it to him. Like we had to start somewhere. Yeah. And so right. now they've it's a it's a causal loop. Is that what this one is? That's, uh, yeah, I think that's what you. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what we talked about. Um, and it reminds me a little bit. Again, I think it's a little bit different. Paradoxes, uh, the Star Trek reboot when uh, Prime Universe Spock gives Kelvin Scotty the formula for trans warp. Uh, Oh, beaming. Uh, beaming. Yep. And he's like, oh, you know, there was one thing I didn't realize was moving was space. And, you know, he gave him, you know, that information and he even told them, he's like, you're the one who invented it. <laughs> so same thing. So it's sort of the same thing, a little different, but still sort of the same thing. Oh, right. Because it's a different universe. So it's yeah, different universe crossover. This is all right. theoretically the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I love a good, uh, I love a good, I love a good paradox. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is a good one. <laughs> Scotty's all proud of himself. How do we know he didn't invent it? There's a little yeah. smile. He's so cute in these minutes. Up until that point, like, like I said, I've always enjoyed, uh, the way the minute works and I think it works well, like I've said before, but I just, he knows, and, and we sort of touched it. He knows about transparent aluminum. He's Scotty, the engineer. Mm-hmm. How would he not know who invented it? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, obviously, the book explains that, but right. like, I just feel like that's no information here, yeah. he would know. Right. Yeah. We all know Edison invented the light bulb. Or if you want to argue, Tesla did, right? right. Is that the, was that the, yeah, the right. two things they debated on? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, you know, the whole thing with, like, everyone knew who Zephram Cochran was. Like, he invented, you know, the warp drive or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you would think they would know who invented transparent aluminum. But, you know, I, I guess the only thing I'll argue there is maybe transparent aluminum is just like, you know, two-by-fours, you know, for us. You know, so it's like, uh, who invented the two-by-four? I don't know. Right, maybe it's such a such a simplistic, you know, <laughs> ubiquitous thing in the future that. Right. Oh yeah, transparent aluminum. Yeah, my whole house is made out of it. Uh, I don't know. So maybe <laughs> it's that. Um, before we leave the scene, I just wanted to give uh, uh, Madeline uh, some props. Um, she was uncredited uh, in the film. She's played by Monique Dessart. Oh, okay. Um, Monique Dessart was actually a hairstylist. Um, uh, what I don't know is if she was a hairstylist on set. It doesn't say. It's pretty. Uh, the uh, the interwebs are not very um, forthcoming on on uh, her details. Um, but uh, yeah, uncredited. So I'm uh, I'm glad that I'm glad people do the you know, went through the trouble later to make sure all these people get you know get their props. Yeah, for, oh, that's uh, awesome. Um, and uh, uh, anyway, I'm a fan. Not now, Madeline. Love it. All right. Uh, wh- okay, I just realized what uh, I realized what you did in the intro there with Truck Week. <laughs> <laughs> truck Week's back. Truck Week. Truck Week. Truck Week. Uh, yeah. So it ends with uh, with um, Julian's uh, dropping, uh, showing up in the park. It looks like with uh, Kurt with and Spock. Him. Yep. So we don't know at this point if they've gone and had dinner, mm. and we just know that the truck is we're assuming has ended up back at the park. Yeah. It looks pretty familiar. It looks like the spot where the garbage truck took off from. Right. Ex- yeah. Exactly. 
I think what would have helped this scene would have been like maybe seeing like the flat crushed garbage pan. But I guess in the background there, we see some of the garbage cans tipped over. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I don't, and this is stupid, but I have to say it. Um, when I drive in, you know, on a road and I'm, you know, get to a park and I want to pull over, uh, I don't pull over all the way out of the grass. No, she drives. She drives. That's not a pullover, man. That's a full-on drive-on. Right. I mean, this this would be a great opportunity for her to like smash into the leg of the bird of prey, yeah. right? Um, which you know makes me think like, oh, that's what's going to happen here. Um, but yeah, she doesn't just kind of pull off to the side of the road. She just like, I'm going to go right on the grass. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, stupid, but I just had to say it. Um, <laughs> truck week. All right. Well then, uh, do, did you have anything else on truck week? No, it's just getting started, baby. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then, uh, shall we? Do you want to wrap it up? Yes, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, it's Friday, so uh, it, that means it's uh, Patreon Day. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we, uh, we started a pa- uh, Patreon. A Patreon, a Patreon account. We're doing <laughs> a Patreon. Uh, and uh, I'd like to ask you to uh, help sponsor the show. Um, so if you are interested in becoming a patron... Uh, do just that by heading over to StarTrekMinute.com and click the Become a Patron link. Um, we, uh, for uh, In return for your sponsorship of the show, we have all different uh, levels of um, uh, sponsoring you can do, and we give back some interesting, uh, some fun stuff, stickers and uh, whatnot. And uh, one of the things, uh, we have a weekly uh, episode that we make available to Patreon members, uh, Saturday Morning Trek. Um, and... Uh, uh, and one thing we also give to everybody is we, we thank them on our Friday episodes. So yep. that's where we are at the moment. Sure. Um, I forget who's thanking this week. Is it you or I? Um, I can do it, I guess. All right. Um, then take it away, David. Okay, Christopher. Um, let's thank, in no particular order other than maybe alphabetical, um, we'll first thank uh, Andrew. Welcome thank and thank you, Andrew. Yes, new uh, new member. Thank you, Andrew. Captain America. Steve Rogers. Our good friend Conrad. Thanks, Conrad. Uh, David, in solidarity. Yes. Yes. Assuming, yes, the two of you. Yep. Thanks to our friends Giraffe Bear and their wonderful, wonderful uh, felt products. Yeah, awesome stuff. Yes. I have one hanging in my room right now. Very cool. Uh, let's thank uh, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Khan Noonien Shane. Uh, thank you for your cool nickname and sponsoring the show. Yes. Thanks to Quark's Q-Tips. Gross, but thank you. Yes. Um, let's thank uh, Sagacious Crumb. Sagacious Crumb. Uh, we're getting better at saying his name every week. So yes, thank, I think so. You. I think yeah, I think we're getting better. Is it thank you, Mister Crumb or Miss Crumb? We don't really know, do we? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who Sagacious Crumb is. To be perfectly honest. Would you would you say in Return of the Jedi is Sagacious Crumb a, a wait? Is it Sagacious Crumb in Return of the Jedi? Or is it no. Salacious Crumb. I think it's Salacious Crumb, isn't it? Is he a boy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't look it up. I'm just asking you to. Oh, okay. I won't look it up. <laughs> you know me too well. Anyway, thank you uh, to the crumbs. I don't know. Yes. Uh, thanks to the Carlisles. Hey, the Carlisles. Uh, Timmy Bricks. Timmy Bricks. Uh, and thanks to Heidi 
Bennett over at Vibrant Visionaries. Yes, thank you, Heidi. One of our movies by minute movies by minutes um, cohorts. Yep, sister in arms. I don't know. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Yeah, thanks everybody. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, uh, all those uh, all those sponsorships uh, go back to uh, helping keep the lights on here at uh, Star Trek Minute, and uh, hopefully you're enjoying your uh, swag. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Well, then uh, I think that's it, man. We should uh, go get ready for the weekend show. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, for those of you who aren't patrons yet, uh, we'll be back again on Monday uh, talking about Minute 64 of the Voyage Home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.